It's a pretty impressive list, isn't it? Talking about the one Jesus gives us in today's Gospel, this list of signs that will accompany those who believe. Driving out demons, speaking new languages, picking up serpents. He's not talking about garter snakes either. Drinking deadly poison and healing the sick through the laying on of hands. Now I should tell you, I have done a few of those things in my ministry as a priest, in my life as a Christian, and so have many other followers of Christ in the 2,000-year history of the Church. They are extraordinary signs of the continuing presence of Jesus Christ in the world. They remind us that even though our Lord ascended into heaven on the first Ascension Thursday back in 33 AD, in a certain sense, he never left the earth. His presence continues among us in the sacraments, in the scriptures, and in extraordinary signs like these that are mentioned in Mark chapter 16. But it would be wrong, my brothers and sisters, for us to confine the presence of Jesus only to the Bible and the sacraments and incredible events like the healing of the sick and picking up deadly snakes. The fact is, there are many other signs of Jesus' presence in our world. Signs today that are just as noteworthy, although much more ordinary. Here's a partial list of those signs, which also accompany those who believe. In other words, these signs are made manifest in the lives of people who truly have faith in Christ. Sign number one, walking away from a very big temptation by relying on your faith in Jesus. You know, doing that can be every bit as impressive as driving out a demon or healing the sick, especially if it's a really big temptation. And some of us may know this from our own experience. You don't know how you did it, except you did it by faith. You hung on to Jesus and you made it through. You said no where you needed to say no. How about this sign? Forgiving someone who has hurt you deeply, even though the other person doesn't repent and never says they're sorry. It takes a special divine grace to do that kind of thing, because it's not easy. It's not easy to forgive anybody, but it's especially difficult when they don't repent and they never say they're sorry. What's the old saying? To err is human, to forgive divine. There's a lot of truth in that. How about this sign? Holding your tongue. I don't mean physically, I mean figuratively. Holding your tongue when you would really like to tell somebody off. But no, you shouldn't. Dear Jesus, help me not to say right now what I really feel like saying right now. 
Holding your tongue can be a sign of the Lord's presence, and so can the opposite in other circumstances. Speaking up when you know you should speak up. For example, to correct an injustice at work or at school. Even though you would much rather be quiet and say nothing. Dear Jesus, give me courage. Give me the right words. How about this sign? Being kind and respectful to somebody who is continually unkind to you and has no intention of changing. It takes a special internal power to do that kind of thing. And one final one, although there are many others. How about perseverance? How about persevering in fulfilling your family obligations by tapping into God's power through prayer when deep down inside you feel like giving up? See, that perseverance is a sign to others and to the world that Jesus Christ is present in you, working within you. Now, all those things I just mentioned are relatively ordinary compared to driving out demons, drinking deadly poison, and healing the sick. And yet, I would say they are just as important as those extraordinary signs of the Lord's presence that are mentioned in Mark 16. In fact, in a certain sense, they are even more important because they involve situations that we face almost every day. Let's face it, in all likelihood, we will not encounter a possessed person on the street this week. I mean, it could happen, but it's not highly likely. You're not likely to have a deadly snake slithering around in your bedroom. What a nice thought, huh, for the evening. But I dare say, all of us will probably be tempted during this week to tell somebody off. Or to hold a grudge. Or to be unkind to somebody who's been unkind to us continually. See, it's in moments like these that we have the opportunity to witness to the presence of Jesus Christ in our lives by how we respond. We can do that. Speaking of such situations, when I was in the process of preparing this homily, I was sitting there at my computer in my room, and the phone rang, and it was the hospital. It was one of those calls that I dread as a priest, every priest dreads. It was a woman from the parish. She was calling to tell me that her niece's one-year-old daughter had just drowned while taking a bath. Many of you read about this story in the Westerly Sun. As you might imagine, that woman and her family were incredibly distraught. That was normal. But you know what? They were also clinging to their faith. And it showed. Their ability to deal with that horrible tragedy with at least some composure, that was a sign to me and I know to many other people, of the presence of Jesus Christ in them. So tonight, let's thank the Lord for all those signs, all the signs that accompany those who believe, the extraordinary ones that Jesus mentions in this Gospel text, but also the ordinary ones that are made manifest in the everyday and sometimes tragic circumstances of this life. They are signs that Jesus Christ is with us.
and will always be with us until the end of the world.